Hi, I'm Jamie. I've been a producer, director, and a screenwriter. I'm Brad. I've been a videographer and a screenwriter. This is TV We Love, a podcast where we take a deep dive into a single season of our favorite TV shows. And maybe some of our second favorites, too. Hmm. Yes. Yes. It is 1.23 a.m. <laughs> and it is time to start another episode of TV We Love Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I am your glamorous host, Brad. And to my left is the very sexy host, Jamie. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. I thought you were just going to say it. Well, you know, this is a, a cooperative production, and I wanted you to have some air time. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Cannon. Cannon who? Can anyone open this door? It's freezing outside. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that next time you go up on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll uh, I'll put that yeah. on the list. Wow. So how's it going? What's new? Whew. I just feel like I've been running nonstop. Like in a marathon? <laughs> Daily. A daily marathon. Daily. How about you? Oh, same. Same. <laughs> same, brother. Same. Yeah. It's been a good week, though. Yeah. Not th- no complaints, really. No. Just a lot going on. Yeah. We did have pork chops on the grill the other day. That was delicious. And you made some fantastic potatoes, too. I do like those potatoes. What do you call those potatoes? Little golden yummy potatoes they're like they're like little <laughs> testicle sized potatoes they are i mean well they're small mm, for potatoes they're small small potatoes yeah that's yeah. small potatoes they're i good. feel like there's a metaphor it's there easy. somewhere it's just potatoes a little olive oil a little butter yeah your feet are jittery you okay i was thinking about those potatoes <laughs> and i'm really hungry i thought it was just because you've been running like your feet can't stop oh it, it sometimes feels that way yeah yeah all right so all right. all right when i say all right i think everybody knows the discussion is coming up so, uh what you got uh well i mean it's it, we're gonna be covering the office season five episode nine today titled oh we're going into it we're just going right into it it's 125 now we've already knocked out <laughs> two minutes so right, so no like, jibber jabber i mean do it. look i gave you a joke and we talked about food i don't know what else you want <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, episode nine of the Peacock, episode eight of the actual broadcast, uh, titled Frame Toby. Runtime of the original air is 25 minutes, 54 seconds. But of course, the Superfan episode gives you a little bit extra and the Superfan episode comes in at 29 minutes, four seconds. So just a few extra minutes of uh, footage, but they are a good few extra minutes anyway. So again, always encouraging people to check out the super fan cuts of these episodes. They're always so funny. Like the little extras just add something to all of the scenes. So I, I agree. I, I really dig them. This episode was directed by Jason Reitman, who is of course, Ivan Reitman's son. Ivan Reitman is famous for like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Other classics like that. Uh, and the writer of this episode was Mindy Kaling. So, very nice. Very nice. Kelly, as we know her. Mm-hmm. So, are you, I got a, 
uh, a summary, a samurai. Let's hear it. Uh, when Michael discovers that corporate has brought back Toby to replace Holly, he tries to frame him with drugs and to get him fired. Meanwhile, Pam has issues with the disgusting microwave. Finally, Jim surprises Pam by buying his parents' house. All right. That's pretty good. I think it hits all the highlights. I uh, I tried to read that in my broadcast voice. That was lovely. Could, could, could you hear the difference? A little bit, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So it opens up. Kevin is eating brownies fast. And Angela is, of course, <laughs> disgusted by this. So she asks him, is he even tasting it? Or is he just... Just swallowing them whole. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't like when people say that to me. Like, I just, let me enjoy my food how I enjoy my food. Like, you don't have to worry if I'm tasting it or not. Yeah. So, uh, Angela is watching her figure, though, so she can fit into a child-sized dress. <laughs> she is so tiny. She's very tiny. Yeah. Uh, Dwight comes in having jerky, and he gives everybody crap yeah. for eating brownies. And Jim's like, why'd you come in here? And he's like, to socialize. Yeah. And to educate or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael comes in. He's excited. Oh, he's so excited about these and brownies. he's going to have two so he can ration them out for later. Yeah, that's the way I do it. Yeah. Well, no, I would probably take like five. <laughs> ah. So you would eat like two and take yeah. three with you? Yeah, and I would pretend that the rest were for the like later, but I would just go hide in a corner <laughs> and just scarf them down. So... It's a, oh, I, I can never say food. I could eat like, I, I would just, spread it out throughout the day. I, I could, could take never do two that. brownies. I eat like half of it right now mm-hmm. and then half in a couple hours and then, yeah. you know, another half later. I can, in my head, that's what I want to do. Uh huh. But in real life, that's not what would happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Michael comes in. He's, a, yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. so excited. Uh, Kelly is taking some brownies to toby right now and michael is of course yeah right yeah uh no <laughs> michael doesn't seem to realize that toby is back working yeah so uh jim lets him know and michael still doesn't believe him so he's like you should just go back to the annex and find out for yourself <laughs> and uh uh the audio. This is one of those iconic I love moments. This. this has turned into a GIF, a meme. Everything. It's, it's the best way to tell your friend no, you know? <laughs> so you just send them this GIF. Yes. So I thought we would just start right off the bat and, oh, please and play, play this it. audio. Please play it because it, I love it. I okay. can't get enough of it. All right. Here we go. All right. I'm sick. Great practical joke, Jim. Got me go to the annex. Now he sees Toby. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love that it was the the end of the cold open, too. That's like one of the best cold opens ever. Yes. So, okay. So, after the no. I'm wondering, though... If Toby has been there for an entire week, why hasn't he made an appearance and at least say hi? 
Like he he always tries to be Michael's friend, even though he knows Michael doesn't like him. Yeah, he, he always tries. So right. I, I just wonder why Toby. I don't know. Never I came mean, I. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of feistiness to Toby, even though he's very blah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but he, I think you know maybe he was just like I'm just going to see how long it takes for him to notice I'm yeah. here. Yeah, when Michael's ready, he'll come say hi. To yeah. So now we see Michael. Well, Dwight and Pam are in Michael's office, and Michael is blaming them for not letting him know. <laughs> and Dwight's like, "Maybe it's the Q-tips." And and Michael's like, "I'm not going to stop putting Q-tips in my ears, no matter how much it hurts." Which is weird. Like, yeah. if, if it hurts, why do you keep doing it? Right. And uh, and why does it hurt? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who's uh, Michael thinks it could be trauma like he's blocked it from his brain is that right yes yeah yeah and then he says you know that attacker can't remember until later yeah you know yeah uh and actually that's true trauma does affect your memory yeah yeah that's why um you know like victims of crimes like rape victims or you know assault victims yeah uh, even car accidents, when you're involved in some kind of trauma and you're trying to tell the police officer, officer, what happened, there's gaps in the memory. Like it's not, it because the part of your brain that handles memory and order of events and that kind of thing is affected yeah. when you go through trauma. Yeah. But after a while, like sometimes after like two sleeps or, you know, uh, a little time goes by, things start to fill in. Yeah. Those gaps start to fill in. Okay. But anyway, I I, I like that. I'm, I'm a nerd about the trauma memory. Yeah. And it's crazy stuff. how the brain works for defense as right. well. Yeah. Um, Michael, of course, also suggests that maybe it's toxic shock yeah toxic shock that's what he tss which yes i would like to assume we all know what it is but we might not do you do you want to say what toxic shock syndrome is i mean i didn't look it up for an exact definition but oh you can cover it okay go ahead toxic shock syndrome (laughs) as i know it uh is from when uh a female on her cycle leaves a tampon in for too long, correct? I mean, it can, yeah. It is can is there another that. way? Is there another way I mean, you can get toxic shock syndrome? You know, I've never like researched this. It was just told to me, yeah, as I was growing up, and so I took it as truth, yeah. yeah. And I assume it is. I mean, I think even on the, I think there might be some warnings there about is. it. That's that's how packages. I really. That's okay. how I've learned about it. Yeah, is on the packages. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you you're not supposed to. Let it's, them hang out there, yeah, you know? It, yeah, it's, so. not a, it's not a club. Everybody's got to right. go home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The way I understand it, though, it's got to be like two or three weeks or something. Yeah, yeah oh, a long time. Yeah. And yeah, there would be many reasons why yeah. the things that would cue you in. Yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to be there. Uh, but you can die from it, though. That's yes, the thing. Yes, you yeah, can. That's crazy. Yes, so uh, It's a serious thing. Ladies, don't leave your tampons in. Yes, so, please, please. Uh, no, God, no. <laughs> God, God, no. All right, and then Dwight, 
says, oh, it could also be China syndrome. So, do you know what China syndrome is? No, I do not. I had to look it up. It, okay, it is I'm a movie. You did. It is a movie from 1979. Oh, okay. Uh, but the China syndrome is a nuclear meltdown scenario, so named for the fanciful idea that there would be nothing to stop the meltdown tunneling its way to the other side of the world, China. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's yeah, and then there's a movie, like I said, from 1979, covering that. So it is, it is pretty crazy. All right. So then we see Jim talking to his parents for just a quick second, and I'm assuming it's about buying their house, and the house right. needs a makeover, mm-hmm. you know. So then there's a little montage of Jim inside of the house, and of course there's a clown painting. He can't get the, the clown <laughs> painting off, off the, wall. the wall. It looks like it's really on there. Yeah. And then there's wood paneling for days too. So mm-hmm. I had to look up was, and this might seem like a dumb question, but I was curious: is wood paneling really wood? You know, because it. It seems kind of plasticky too, but you can create wood paneling from a variety of wood materials. These include solid wood, plywood, salvage wood, also called reclaimed wood, cork board, or types of fiber boards such as press wood or MDF. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, but using these types of wood, architects and designers enjoy a variety of wood paneling styles. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, a little fun fact about right. uh, wood paneling. It was such a thing back L- in the day. Late 70s, early 80s, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, brown in general. Growing up, like yes. Like the dark brown wood paneling. I just feel like brown in general in the late mm-hmm. 70s, early 80s was very it popular. It was all the rage. <laughs> it was. It was, it was everywhere. Did everywhere. you get your brown today? Even like <laughs> trailers, <laughs> mobile homes. Yeah. Paneling. I remember, I remember lots of orange as well. Lots of orange. Yeah. orange. There's something wrong with my mouth today, or my brain, or both. All right, well, I'll keep Words that. are just not forming. No, you're doing great. <laughs> I'm understanding you. Orange. Yeah. Orange. Yes. So, Michael is now talking to David Wallace. He texted 911, uh, <laughs> and he only does that because he realized that nobody would answer him before, but when he texts them 911, everybody... Uh, response to him right away yeah. and then it's because they get mad he knows when they get mad because he just wanted to say what's up <laughs> what's up with you yeah what's up with you <laughs> he, he said the that for yeah, the way he says what's up with fun. you what's up with you uh david wants to know why michael didn't know toby was there yeah and it's because the annex is icky so yeah and it reminds him of holly yeah Yes, and that's probably the most sent, important reason. Sent away, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, but it's Dwight. Dwight, see, even my mouth is <laughs> it's Dwight. Contagious. Yeah, uh, Dwight is like, uh, and it's icky. And Michael, that's what Michael says. It's true. I've heard it's icky. Like he's never gone back there. He's only heard that it's icky. right. Uh, he really wants to fire Toby though, and uh, it, Wallace is like, you can't fire him without calls, cause. Yeah. Man, now I'm starting to worry. Uh, Michael's really like a kid right here, though. And David Wallace is really like his dad. Yeah. So just the way he he says something and uh, right after the ickiness and there's like a, a brief pause. And then David Wallace is just like, okay, I'm going to have to go. Yep. <laughs> I got to go, Michael. And yep. uh, he's like, can't we fire Toby? Not without cause. So, I looked this up, because I was curious if you can fire somebody without cause. Do you know the answer? It depends. 
uh, it, it does kind of depend, but mm-hmm. uh, in most circumstances, employers can terminate employees at will. Yeah. Uh, anytime for any reason. Well, most any reason. There are a few exceptions to the rule. Yep. And they obviously cannot fire you because of your race, sex, right. color, uh, national origin, religion, general, you know, any mm-hmm. sort of discrimination. Uh, they can't fire you if it's in violation of a contract, such as a yes. union agreement. A union agreement. Uh, there may be an implied contract. So if you have a reasonable expectation of continued employment, uh, you know something like that. Right. They cannot in they cannot fire you for retaliation for enforcing your own legal rights. Right. Such as filing a claim for unpaid wages. Mm-hmm. And they cannot fire you because you have reported them to a government agency or the police. So right. even if you narc them out, they cannot fire you. Legally, they cannot. So you yes. would get to sue them. Yeah, no retaliation. Yep. But as long as it's not one of those things, they yep. can kick your ass to the curb right. anytime they want. I mean, they could just say it's just not a good fit. Yeah. Or, you know, we're downsizing yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much knew that. I figured you did. You, you were a general manager once of a business. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. The big boss. Correct. How was that? Did you like being the big boss? I did not like to fire people. I feel it like... It was really hard for me, but I man, had to. It was I something like, I had to do. I feel like I would enjoy that. No, I I couldn't. I was a it. shift supervisor before, and yep. I don't want to say I took it seriously, but there were some rules that I was stingy about, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but I mean, I think that's true for everybody. There's some things that matter more to other people. Yeah. So I mean, and I told everybody, like, look, these are my rules. This is how I want it run. You yeah. Know? Other than that, we could screw around. I don't care. Right. But you know, just do your job and. But I kind of felt like maybe david wallace like i they were like my kids almost yeah. you know and i'm yeah. just like oh man david wallace why are you is, making me do this i feel like you david know? wallace is one of the most patient bosses oh, yeah. ever he's so cool and i i think he's really reasonable as well and yeah and i think he's good at being uh uh an empathetic person as right well. so. yeah so now we see pam she's in the kitchen and she goes to cook something and uh, there is a horrible mess in the microwave. Yeah, it's so bad. How do you feel about that? Just uh, messy microwaves in the workplace. Uh, messy microwaves in general really gross me out. Right. right. Um, I have lots to say. <laughs> yeah. About the dirty microwave. Yeah. Situation. Do you um, want to get it out now, or as we unfold more? Uh, I, I think as we unfold more. But in general, uh, if you make a mess, clean it up. I 100% agree. 100% agree. Yeah. So. Uh, especially in an environment where it's a shared. Yes. Uh, appliance. Right. Like it's, don't ever expect anybody else to clean up after you. No. Yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe I will go ahead and put this in here now. Okay. Who do you think are the most likely candidates for making the mess it's down to two people for me one may surprise you and one will not surprise you okay who do you think is the most likely yeah Uh, i mean you ask me first i'll tell you first okay i think the most likely could be meredith oh i disagree i 
I don't know. It, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. I, I think the least likely was Angela. Okay. I will. I would agree with that. I would okay. agree with that. I think a a possible could be Oscar. And I know that's weird because it would seem like Oscar would be the opposite uh-huh. of that. Uh-huh. But there was just something about yeah. the way he was coming at Pam so hard. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe, maybe he just made a mess and forgot about it. Like I was going to clean it up later and he didn't. And now Pam has made this big deal out of it. And so he doesn't want to. It's so against his nature. I feel like he would hide it. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. But that's just a theory. Uh huh. But I think in general, he would be one of the least likely to just leave it on purpose. Okay. I think, well, first I have to agree Angela, least likely. Yeah. Least likely. Mm-hmm. And, and Pam. Yeah. You know, based off of what we've seen. Uh, most likely obvious choice mm-hmm. kevin i uh, think could be kevin maybe i think he's the obvious choice okay my I not think so ryan my not so obvious choice is oscar so when you said it i was mm-hmm. like i think we're in the same thing the way yep. he's defensive about it whether he did it on purpose like he just doesn't care if the microwave's a mess yeah uh yeah i i think it it he's probably my number one suspect. Yeah. Uh, The thing about Meredith is she doesn't have time to clean it up because she is a maid at home and a part-time maid. So I (laughs) think she's used to cleaning. I think she cleans up after herself because she doesn't have time for anybody else. Yeah. So that's my only thought process on excusing Meredith, but we have seen her house loosely Mm -hmm. and uh, we can't assume that it might not be, in the most decent right. of order. And then she was like, get off your high horse, Richie, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like she's a suspect. Yeah. Um, I feel like Oscar's a suspect. I think it's Oscar and Kevin. Yeah. But Oscar, when I watch this, uh, even, I mean, we watched all of these twice, as we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. but both times Oscar was like at the top of my list. So, Ooh. yeah, I, I feel like it Oscar's. wasn't until this time that I wondered okay. if it could be. Also, I think it could it could have been Michael. Ooh, I don't think so. I, I think Michael would be stingy about that. And we've seen Michael's house. And I think Michael has a clean house. Yeah, he has so, a clean house. Yeah. But he's also a little scatterbrained. Yeah. Yeah, I that's true. I, I don't think I mean, it would be could Dwight. could it be Toby? He just no. got back. Oh, here's a dark horse. <laughs> here's a dark horse favorite on who it could be. Okay. Uh, uh, Jim. I think it could be Jim. Ooh, I don't know. He has sandwiches every day. Oh, that's true. That's you know? True. No, no, no. He was making uh, some ramen, I think. Uh, either, I think, previous episodes. Mm, he was maybe. making some ramen. He did have, what was it, like tuna? Yeah. That he stunk up the office. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. Nash, where was it? No. Uh, 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 uh where's my, you're my me, man. No, you, uh, <laughs> Stanford. Stanford, thank Stanford. you. Stanford. Oh my gosh. Yep. I had to go back to Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
All right. So anyway, those are the suspects. Okay. And also, I have a list of people who are on Team Note and te- people oh. who hate Team Note. All right. All right. So, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, Andy knows about Jim's house, and uh, he asks everybody not to say anything until he has a chance to talk to uh, Pam about it. Right. Uh, Andy found out about the house because he was looking at Jim's computer, and he's got peepers like a hawk. Yeah. Uh, Jim's like, really not cool, man, which I agree, but at the same time, if I was Andy, I, I would probably look around, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a not that I'm nosy, but it's like if you see stuff, you see stuff, you know. Yeah. And if Jim's not making an effort to hide it, of course I'm like, what's right. he doing over there? That looks yeah. like a nice house or that looks like a bad house, like right. whatever Jim sees. So. I don't know. If he was making an effort to hide it, I might be more interested in seeing yeah, what it is. That's true. That's true <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh and then of course Kevin's like, uh, so theoretically you're gonna sleep in the house where you peed the bed. And uh, Jim's like, yep. And then Kevin is, of course, excited. Jim peed the, Jim just said he peed the bed. Yeah. Uh, and then they find out where Jim lives, not too far from the qu- quarry. And hey, man, Creed lives near the quarry. They should get together and throw <laughs> yeah. rocks in it or throw stuff in it. Oh, but, yeah. Creed. That's an awesome line, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, Next, there's a note on the microwave, and people hate the note. It is Oscar and Andy. They're complaining. Meredith is off to the side. That's when mm-hmm. she calls him Richie. Like, it's yep. definitely a rich person. Pam is, of course, defensive of the note, and Angela likes the note as well. Yep. So, so far, Team Note, this is the list. This is the list for the episode. Okay. Team Note is Pam, Angela, and Ryan. Okay. Team hate note is Oscar, Andy, Meredith, Jim, Stanley, and Kevin. Mm, you think Jim's? He backs away. He never takes a firm stance. That's true. So he, uh, like, why does he back away? If he's pro note, why does he back away? It's like he's afraid of offending. Yeah, or making and pa- challenging Pam. I but guess this also is—is is he the one that left the mess? In the microwave. Mm. He doesn't want to feel the wrath of Pam, so he's backing away. I think he would clean it. I I, think he would just go clean it. I think, yeah, he... he, All right, that probably clears his name, because he may have left the mess, and he probably would have backed away. Yeah. But in his spare time, he would have cleaned it without anybody finding out. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so. Okay, another. Can I just gotta say this about <laughs> no, Oscar real quick. Yeah, go for it. He's very uh, stubborn, and I feel like he would purposely not clean the microwave unless Pam specifically said, "Oscar, could you clean the microwave?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I like Oscar too. Yeah, I do too. But I feel like he would make her do it the way he feels is right. And then, yeah, he might clean it if it was him. You know, and I have to say, the people that hate the note feel like it's more of a waste of time than actually just cleaning the microwave. And I disagree. I disagree. Nobody should be forced to clean up after anybody else. No, I agree. No one should be forced to clean it up. But who is going to clean it up if no one admits to it? Who's going to do it? Yeah. Now, I've worked in places before... 
and they there were actually and we know that the office has cleaning people come in at night mm-hmm. so typically the cleaning people clean the microwave right at night right but i guess if this happened during the day it's like you really gotta wait till tomorrow to use it or right. potentially potentially every mm-hmm. other day yeah you know because they might not clean the microwave every day okay and what so. would you do if you opened the microwave at work and you saw that? I would just use it. You would just use it? Yeah. Also, there's two microwaves. Mm. Do you remember? Yeah. Because when the, the Finer Things Club, uh, yeah. it, it, Phyllis comes in and uses the microwave in in the break room, not mm-hmm. the kitchen. And they're like, why don't you just go use the microwave in the kitchen? Right. It smells like popcorn. Right. Right. Popcorn. Oh, yeah. She says it. So if that's the situation, I would go use the other microwave. However, if there's only one microwave, I would just use it. Yeah. If it's, if it's wet and slimy, I would just wipe it out. It would not be a big deal to me to wipe it right. out. I would be pissed. I'd be like, I shouldn't be like, the one cleaning of, this up. Like partially, like just get it enough to where you don't feel like, stuff's yeah. falling in yeah. your food I would, I would make sure nothing like i would wipe the bottom to make sure there's nothing that's gonna you know on my bowl or my plate or anything right like i don't want nothing on it and then i would wipe the top to make sure that nothing was gonna drip onto whatever okay the sides i don't care about them i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't clean the sides. okay so all right so now michael is trying to be nice to toby uh but he kind of fails uh, to his face, I feel like he does a decent job, but he kind of walks away in the middle of it, and it's like trying to be friends with an evil snail. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the uh, that reminded me of the there was this it was like a Reddit thing I th- want to say or maybe it was uh, no it was I it was a um, from the Rooster Teeth podcast. Oh, okay. They they asked this uh, question. It was a would you rather question okay Mm -hmm. um do you remember this no okay um about if a person receives 10 million dollars i'd rather have the 10 million dollars okay wait (laughs) oh okay but a snail has to follow them around yes i know for the rest of their life and it's like if the snail touches them it's like a super a uh, powered snail. Yeah. Right? It can't yeah. be killed. It can go on planes. It can, you know, it's a snail. It moves at a snail's pace. But it would always, for the rest of your life, be following you. And if it touches you, you die. Do you remember this? Yes. Going around? Yes, okay. I remember That's this. That's what it reminded me of when Michael was <laughs> saying. Yeah. Even a killer snail or whatever he said. I would totally. I would totally take the money i'm not afraid of no snail <laughs> and then you know it can't be killed that's fine that's okay. fine all right but it's immortal it, yeah but it, the snail is not going to be able to cross the country in time you know it can make it to a plane and then what if you're just you know enjoying life the right, snail why, boards the plane. why do you make me google in real time all right Actually, let's just take a break right now. Okay, let's do it. We'll take a break. We'll be right right. back. Sounds good. All right. Okay, uh, we're back. 
All right, welcome back. Welcome back. As you probably just heard Kramer say. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're back. Uh, okay, so I it, where we left off, it was, um, it was the snail cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, snails travel approximately 0. .03 miles per hour. And if said snail doesn't stop, it would cover one mile in approximately 1.39 days. Okay. Wow. Okay. So we are approximately uh, from Detroit Metro Airport, DTW, as the cool kids say. We are approximately 30 miles away. It would take that snail approximately 45 days to get to the airport from this location. I feel like that's pretty fast for a snail. It is pretty fast for a snail. Uh, so, but most species of land snails are annual. Others are known to live. Oh, okay. So they, that's sorry. Their, their life span, but this one's <laughs> invincible. So right. we're going to skip that. That fun doesn't fact. count. Uh, well, we'll, we'll say the fun fact anyway. All right. Uh, most of them live two to three years. Uh, some larger species may live up to 10 years in the wild. So you're welcome for that fun fact. But snails sleep in cycles, roughly 13 to 15 hour periods. Some snails can sleep for up to three hours, or sorry, 30 hours. They can stay awake. Man. Uh, see, this one says that snails can sleep up to three years. Uh, <laughs> they can stay awake for up to 30 hours, and they also can sleep in 13 to 15 hour periods. These all sound like conflicting facts, but this is the internet, so. I would just trick it and uh, put it in a little box. That's what I say. And then just keep it with me. Yes. Like keep your enemies near, you know? What, what, what about just burying it? I think it would work its way out. Well, then what's the point of putting it in a box and carrying it, it with you? I would just keep it in jail. I'd be like, this is my snail. If it gets out, it kills me. Yeah. But I want to keep meantime, an eye on it yeah, at all times. But if it gets out, it kills me. But in the meantime, drinks are on me. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I would so. have it just like in a little box right up at the bar with me. Yeah. Like, this is my evil snail. Girl. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Uh, now someone leaves a retaliation note on the microwave. And this is where Pam is a little bit annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now Michael and Dwight are strategizing to fire Toby. Dwight is ready to, to seduce Toby, but Michael uh, says that Dwight would be like fifth on the list if, <laughs> if Toby was even gay. Because they, they figure they can fire him for sexual harassment. Right. And first it would be Jim, Ryan, Michael. Yeah. And then uh, maybe Dwight at that point. Um. So they come up with a plan to give Pam a note. Michael tells Pam not to open it or read it in any way. Just give the note to Toby and act naturally after giving right. him the note. Yeah. And of course, that makes her want to read the note. Yeah. And it, it basically says, uh, kiss me no matter what I do, even if I scream or say stop. Or anything right. Like that. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they were they were hoping to fire him for right. sexual harassment. Yes. 
It was bait. Now we see Toby, who wants to share photos with Kelly and Ryan, but they're, of course, making out like madmen. Right. No, I don't think that's the right expression. <laughs> they're making out like two passionate teenagers. Yes. That's that's not a bad gig. I mean, Ryan's a temp. She's yeah. customer service, and they're making out at work all the time, presumably right. nonstop. Yes. Like, you're getting paid to make out. Right. Yeah. Ah, the good jobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael and Dwight come in, and Michael grabs the pictures away from Tw- Toby. Twoby. <laughs> Twoby. See, I can't talk. I, uh, I'm sorry. I think I did that. Yeah, you passed it on I to did. me. It's contagious. Uh, so, Michael throws Toby's photos down and challenges him to a fight. He's taunting <laughs> him. So, what are you scared? You're going to get beat up. And then... uh Michael's like, hit me, hit me. Come on, I know you want to hit me. And then Kelly, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> is smiling. She's like, hit him, Toby, hit punch him. Punch him, Toby. And then as soon as Ryan says, yeah, punch him, <laughs> Michael gets all serious. He's like, hey, what? No, come on, Ryan. <laughs> and, so, and then Dwight is Supposed saying, hit him. my bro. Yeah, Dwight is saying, hit him as hard as you can, Toby. And then Michael's like, no, no, not not as hard as he can. Just, just hit me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, Poor Toby. Poor. I actually felt really bad for I Toby. Know. Like it, it was kind of a really sad moment. Yeah, uh, the, the whole thing it kind of got me. I yeah. was like, man, no yeah. wonder he hid out for a yeah. week before he told anybody, told yeah, Michael exactly. he was there. Exactly because <laughs> of all this. And uh, yeah, but Toby, he doesn't want to hit Michael. Why would he hit him? And then uh, right. Yeah, Michael just leaves disgusted that yeah. there wouldn't be any fight. I felt so bad when he was having to pick up his yeah. pictures off the ground. And then and then Ryan's like, you should have punched a man. Yep. The guy was asking for it. Yeah. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. So now we see Michael scarfing the brownies down that he was supposedly saving. Right. Uh, Dwight suggests planting drugs. Yeah. And he, he got this Frame idea. Him. Yeah, he got this idea from the shield. <laughs> yes. And, and Michael's like, I've never framed a man. And then Dwight volunteers the information. Well, I've I framed animals for many things. Right. I, I framed a raccoon for opening some Christmas presents or something. Right. Framed a bear for eating out of a garbage can. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which means Dwight ate out of the garbage can. Yeah. And then he blamed the he bear. Blamed the bear. <laughs> That, I just figured. I know he said it, but it, like it never even occurred to yeah. me in my mind that that's what that meant. <laughs> oh my god, that makes that joke even better now. Yeah. Uh, so Michael heads down uh, to Vance Refrigeration and he buys quote drugs. Right. Uh, fun fact though, the Vance Refrigeration employees who sell Michael the fake drugs are actually the writers and producers of the show. Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stupnitsky. I love so, that. Yep. I love that. I love their little dance. <laughs> yeah, their little dance when they see the camera. That, yeah. That was filming. Yeah. Yeah. So Michael buys drugs from the Vance refrigerator, but it's salad and he pays $500 for this. Yes. And it's supposed to be two pounds $500. of weed. $500. But get this. And where does he have? Yeah, he has the $500 in his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And the guy's like, come on, this is a good deal, man. I'm getting ripped off here. So I looked up how much does two pounds of weed cost. What What is your guess? I, I have no idea what two pounds would cost. 
hit, hit me with it, your fun facts. You know, and that bag is not even two pounds. There's no way that's two pounds. No, of, like that would be so little bit of wilty a, salad. A two pound salad would be insane. Yeah, like that's that's bigger than the big salad right. from Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as of early 2023, that's this year. Uh, the average price <laughs> for a pound of weed was roughly thirteen hundred dollars. So obviously, prices of weed can be slightly higher per pound for right. medical and indoor grown, right? And slightly lower for recreational and greenhouse grown. Uh, so you're looking at approximately twenty six hundred dollars. So if this was actually weed, the dude was getting ripped off big time, right? So yeah, yeah. That's mm. crazy. Uh, the average <laughs> street price. Get this though. It, the average street price for a pound of high quality weed in Massachusetts in 2021 was approximately twenty six hundred dollars, almost twenty seven hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, so I mean that would have been fifty four hundred dollars if for two pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Weed is good business. I should have sold weed when it was illegal uh yeah so we're wondering why does michael have so much cash in right. his wallet? why does he feel comfortable walking around with it yeah <laughs> um, yeah ryan goes up to pam and he sides with her this is how we know that he's pro note however he's not pro cleaning because he points out that it's still dirty Right. And it's not going to get clean anytime soon. And kind of hinting that maybe she should go clean it. Yeah. But I feel like she has a good comeback. Yeah. And she's right because between the two of them. The temp. The temp would definitely be cleaning it. Yeah. If if that responsibility was going to fall to anybody, it would Mm -hmm. be the temp. Because if you're a temp, you're just above an intern. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You would get all of the grunt work. Um, and, And then we see a little cutaway of Toby like doing fake punches. The, yes. it, it might have happened just before Ryan goes up. Yeah. But he does little fake punches at his desk and I I just love this. I like, do too. You can just he's just like punching he's like punch punch. Yeah. Punch, yeah. Punch you Michael. I'll punch you. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love it. <laughs> but uh but yeah, now now that Michael has the drugs, uh, they need a distraction. So Dwight is looking at Toby's photos with him in the conference room. Dwight gives him the little signal. But in the meantime, Meredith is blatantly hitting on Michael. Oh, yeah. She's like, I got a new blanket. You can come over. <laughs> right? Yeah. She says something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Michael waits for the signal and then he rejects Meredith. Yes. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he just yes. lets her say whatever. And she walks away like, whatever. It's yeah. just another day I'll ask again tomorrow. Right. Uh, so Michael goes and plants the salad weed, and Dwight calls the cops on him with Andy's phone. And uh, <laughs> he even gives him Andy's Andy's name. This is like... It's so messed up. I would say this is Dwight's perfect crime, but then he has a talking head describing yeah. his perfect crime. And he has a female accomplice who he steals from and then he goes over to Europe 30 years later he has a kid knock on his door who's the chief of police or something like that it right was, I almost played this audio but uh, we went with the cold open yes first. but yeah this this perfect crime is is pretty legit <laughs> so now there's a new note 
and uh, there's notes on notes. Yeah, right notes now. on notes on notes. Yeah. Uh, but this one is the one with uh, the drawing on it. Right. I actually, I think this one was an old note. One of one of the original notes. Uh huh. But somebody drew penises on it. Yes. It was it was Phyllis, right? No, but she likes it. Uh, Phyllis I thought liked she the, did it no. because she was so excited about no, it. No, Phyllis likes the penis drawings, <laughs> and that's Pam says I didn't do the drawings. Right. Uh, so there's a confrontation. Pam comes clean that she wrote the notes. Uh, and so she likes standing up for herself. She's yeah. like. Look, this is the reason why I did it. Yeah, and and Oscar is the main protagonist mm-hmm. here. He just protagonist. He can't, he can't yeah. let it go. Or antagonist. He's the antagonist or protagonist. Well, the bad guy. He's he, yeah. Which he, one is it though? It's the antagonist, right? Or is well, it the he's same? like the one giving her the most opposition. Yeah. So yeah. the protagonist is the hero. Oh God, damn it! I'm so stupid. All right. Antagonist is the. All right, we'll just blame the stroke <laughs> I had two minutes ago. That's fine. Uh, You'll be fine. Yeah. So it, this is also where we learn that Stanley is anti-note because he thinks she should have just cleaned it. Right. Uh, we learn Kevin is anti-note because yep. he starts calling her Mrs. New York or whatever. Yeah. And which uh, has nothing to do with anything. No, but. nothing. And. Uh, so Pam gets defensive over New York. She talks about why she loves New York. And then we see Jim's face and he's uh, feeling insecure because he knows there's a house waiting for her at home. So yeah. she can't be talking right. about loving New York more. Right. Um, now we see Ryan. He's breaking up with Kelly. Yeah. They were, um, literally, they were making out. Yeah, making out. And then he's like, ah, I can't do this. I should just go ahead and dump you right now. <laughs> and I, I love that he's like... He's going on a trip. She wants to go. And he's like, it's not that kind of trip. I'm going with friends from high school. Well, friends who are in high school. Something like that. Friends. Yeah. Or people from a school. And uh, he he ends up telling her, like, if you have any extra, we should have sex one more time. Yeah. And if you have any extra cash to give me. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she just confusingly says, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's crazy it is he has like that power over her i know it's so so sick yeah but (laughs) i like them as a couple though yeah like i don't know what it is in my brain but i just enjoy seeing their interactions are hilarious yeah so now the cops are showing up and creed is freaking nervous yeah he's like panicking he's rubbing his head as they walk by then there's a talking head and he and he's just uh telling the camera crew let's just pretend like we're talking until the cops are gone uh man of mystery yep so then they are uh this is also another time when i feel bad for toby the cops go back there they start searching his desk they remove him from his desk and and he's this i think i feel they're treating him like crap yeah this is the worst part i feel like yeah uh this is when i felt the worst for yes uh He's like, you don't have a right to do this. You don't have my permission. Yeah. And, you know, Dwight is I right here. Rights. Yeah, yeah, but Dwight's right. He's like, the company, you, they have the company's permission. All of this stuff belongs to the company. So right. Yeah. You have the company's permission. And the cops find the bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the one cop instantly puts Toby under arrest. 
you yeah. know, he starts cuffing them and stuff. Right. It, and the other cop is examining the bag, but I want to know how come it takes them so long right. to it's identify. obviously salad. It's that obviously looks wilted, yes. salad wet, yeah, salad it, leaves. It's it looks nothing like weed, and, no. and the cop. It, it's not until he smells it where <laughs> yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, this is." Right, it. There's dressing on there. These are the it's worst caprese. cops. These are the worst <laughs> cops in Scranton. They are. They're horrible. They're so bad. So now Toby's mad at Michael. It's hilarious though. And and Michael gets like this face, like Bill Murray from <laughs> from Caddyshack. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a, such a Bill Murray face, and then. uh you know, Toby's like, they could have been doing something else. And then Michael's mad at him for not being mad at Michael or something. Like, I don't know why Michael is mad about this situation. He's like, you're worried about the taxpayers? Like, yeah, it it just, it was like a, uh, it made no sense that yeah, he was like, trying to make that point. Yeah, yeah, like, aren't you mad at me? You're worried that you're worried about the That's tax what you're payers? Worried about. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he walks away by saying, Welcome back, jerky, jerky jerk face. face. Yeah, yeah, jerky jerk face. <laughs> I love it. So Michael now, hates him even worse now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't, like, you can't even hate me properly. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, so now Jim wants to make the, the, the day is over. Right. And Jim is ready to take Pam home, but yep. Jim's like, "Hey, let's make a stop." And uh so they get there and he starts showing Pam the house and he he tells her that he bought it. It's for her, it's for them. She has a look of unsureness yeah. on her face. Like uh, I was not sure if she was for it or against it or offended or happy, like it was completely I I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. And she's just taking this room by room. Right. Uh, the shag carpet is awful. It's so bad. This is so bad. So bad. Uh, but the garage is an art studio. Yeah, I and thought then, that was a nice, thoughtful touch. And 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 I have to say, if she was on the fence, that probably was the detail that put right. it over the top. Yeah. Uh, so now she's into it. She says she loves it, and uh, but she doesn't after want a sleep. dramatic pause. Yeah, she after says she loves it exactly. Uh, she says she doesn't want to sleep in her parent in his yeah. parents' bedroom though. Yeah. yeah, that cracked me up when he said, "Which was this is you know the yeah. master bedroom, which is off limits." Yeah, <laughs> we're, not, we're not really supposed to be we're in here. We're not supposed to be in here. Was that true for you? Were you allowed in your parents' bedroom? Uh, I, I knew several it was frowned upon. Yeah, I I I gotta say I had friends. Yeah. And uh, I think even my parents, it was frowned upon, but I had friends that would just blatantly say, we're not allowed to go in there. That's wow. My, that's my parents' bedroom. We, okay. We're not allowed in there. Yeah. So, and then I wonder, what was their living situation before? Like, were they, they were, were living they in together. Were they in like an, an apartment or? Yeah. I'm not really sure. I know they lived together. Yeah. Because they were going home to their home. Right. And And they moved in. Right after the failed uh, setting up Michael yeah. attempt, I'm I'm torn. Like I feel like if that if if a house was bought for me, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I mean, I feel like That's I would want to have. It was a very bold move. Yeah, I feel like I'd want to have say in it, but I don't know if I'd be mad about it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, unless it was just horrible. Right. I don't think I would be mad about it, but I think I would have preferred to have a say. Yeah. 
if I were Pam. Yeah. Man, I if know. I would, I, I think we all have checklists for our house. Right. And as long as this house met that checklist, mm-hmm. I think I would be okay. I would still feel like I was left out. Right. I would, I would still feel like this is a little bit of a red flag. Right. Like what else is he, he's just going to come home with a new car one day? Like, right. Oh, Hey, here you go. Here's a new $500 yeah. monthly bill. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, I feel like major purchases should definitely be a joint, a joint decision. Effort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Anything over a couple hundred bucks right. you should be talking about. Yeah. Um, but we know Jim and in yeah. the context of the moment, this is a very sweet gesture. It was. Yes. So it's like, you can't be too mad because you know the situation, but. but I, did he not mention that? He had kind of hinted around about buying it, and she seemed like she was into the idea. I don't remember if he ever said that, but I, don't know I if think I in, just made that up. But I thought I remembered a little line in there I think in his in, talking head. Well, where he I, mentioned it. I just think in real life, if you're going to surprise somebody, you, yeah, you should be throwing out hints or at least be doing some research, right? Poking uh, around to see if like if it's too ballsy or not. Yeah, like if I wanted yeah. to get you a, a red like a uh let's say a sweatshirt with reindeer on it like i'm gonna ask you like hey i kind of like sweatshirts they're nice you know and then gauge your reaction don't do it don't do it your birthday's coming and then um don't do it (laughs) and then i'd be like what do you think about reindeer you got a favorite reindeer from santa you know like Like, i like reindeer but not on sweatshirts oh my god they wouldn't be consecutive questions I would like one week ask you about sweatshirts, get your feeling on sweatshirts, and if that's a go, then I would bring up the reindeer. Like I would, I would have a good idea if I was getting you a reindeer sweatshirt for your birthday. It's already coming in two days, so you know, like I would, I would know, and I would feel confident in the gift because I would just want you to be happy. Yeah. So you could always keep the receipt. You know. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime makes it really easy to return. So true. Okay. All right. Man, we went kind of flew through this one. Well, we're not done yet. Well, there's a little bit left. Yeah, there's just the the stinger, as they say, the reverse cold open. Right. Uh, Michael and Toby are doing a talking head together, which is extremely rare. Yes. I want to say it it might happen. It might. It might happen one other time. It may happen one other time, mm-hmm. but I, I can't think of what that it's is. Not, I'm not recalling. I have to say, I, I know he's a writer, and they put him in the show so they could have a relatable experience for right. the show. Yeah. And that's why they did it with with uh, Mindy and, right. and, and BJ and stuff. Yes. Toby's acting... I think is phenomenal. It's so good. He's For great. His, yeah, he is. I don't know if he's ever acted before or since. I, I've not looked up his IMDb, but his acting ability is fantastic. Yeah, he's such a believable character. I feel like I know him. Yes. You know? Yeah, and he might be, other than the creepy factor, I mean, there's creepy dudes out there, but the creepiness right. with Pam, other than that part, yeah, I think he's a very relatable character. I do too. And I yeah. actually like Toby. He's, yeah, he's one I of my favorite Toby. characters. I like Toby. <laughs> I felt really so bad for him in this episode. This it's is funny. The, this is it's the worst hilarious, he's but it still hurts a little. <laughs> the cops, when the cops are there, that's too much. That is so bad. I feel like. It's so bad. Uh, 
All right. But yeah, yeah I, I, we wrapped that up. That we is did. that is episode eight slash nine, depending on where you're watching it from. Yeah. I never know what to call it, just so we're clear. Right. Like, I, I never know. It's super episode, fan number nine. Yeah. Super fan cut on Peacock. It's episode nine. But if you go to IMDb and the actual air date, air mm-hmm. order, it's only episode eight. Got it. So I wish Peacock didn't split up the first episode because it's just supposed to be a long episode. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, that explains that situation. Oh, I forgot to look up. Let's look up the IMDb rating real quick. I forgot to look that up. I know. Slacker. I'm totally a slacker. People depend on this information. That's right. This is 8.5. fired. This is at 8.5. Oh. That's one of the highest so far. Yeah. So... I really like this episode. I do too. The it's, bet, it's just several yeah, classic so moments. Good. So, yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else you would like to I'm say? Good. Okay. It was fun. It was fun. Not it's bad. Fun. Not bad for almost two thirty in the morning. Not too so, shabby. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Of course, please rate and subscribe and we even love it when you tell your friends about us we love that oh my god settle down (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks again everybody and we will be back in a few days with another episode of tv we love and i can't wait all right have a good night everybody bye-bye or day bye bye thanks for listening check out our social media pages at TV We Love on Twitter, TV We Love on Facebook, and TV We Love Podcast on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider following and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate all ratings and reviews, especially the five-star ones. We'll be back soon with another episode of TV We Love. Bye!